It's always interesting because Ravens versus Browns historically has been, especially over the past couple of years, has been a very crucial game. It's where Ravens seasons have ended, especially when you look at last year and the way everything played out. But I think this year, it could be where a potential Ravens season really starts to flow in the form and really starts to begin. There's new p- people in the in the facility, right? Deshaun Jackson is, is here. Does that mean anything? Will that help this week? But also the injury report is big. The injury report is huge. So this 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 is a big game. It's a big game this week. It's a winnable game. But at the same time, can the Ravens hang on and actually win against a team that they probably should take care of business against this week? All right, what is going on, good people? Welcome into Flock Nation Speaks, episode 21. Shout out to Chris McAllister, one of our uh, best corners, even though, of course, we've had some good corners over the years. Um, Ravens versus Browns week this week. We had Deshaun Jackson in the building. I mean, we had a blast from the past. Tavon Austin was in the building this week. So, you know, you just don't know. With, with the Ravens, you never know. And, and of course, we'll, we'll talk about that, the, the Deshaun Jackson signing does it mean anything is it a good thing is it a bad thing doesn't mean anything like what, what does it really matter uh at the end of the day is, is it will there be a jackson to jackson connection this week who, who who knows but uh also the ravens and the browns one of those games where over the last couple of years has been these have been some fun games some big games uh you know these have been like div- division defining games uh, for both teams, and I think you got one team on the with the Browns who's trying to keep their head above water as they hope to get Deshaun, back, uh, Deshaun Watson back in a couple weeks, and he's uh, somewhat up to form after not playing for what a year and a half now. And then you got the Ravens who are trying to respond after giving up another fourth quarter lead. Uh, it's feeling like deja vu out here every other week, pretty much. I mean, luckily, I guess this is the uh, the week where the Ravens would win the game, but this is a crucial point of the season for the Ravens. But what does that mean? But first things first, question of the day. I'm trying to go fall theme here. I'm going to try to go, uh, you know, winter theme uh, later on when, when, the, when the rest of the holidays come through. But uh, let's, let's, let's talk, let's, let's talk about it. Better fall staple pumpkin spice latte or candy corn. I know they're, they're completely like, it, it's weird. Cause some people probably are like, what the heck is a pumpkin spice latte? What the heck? Candy corn. Candy corn. See, it, it really depends on who you are. Now, for me, i got to say candy corn. Candy corn is, is the better staple because I feel like with a pumpkin spice latte, they don't sell them all the time. But pumpkin spice lattes can be consumed whenever you want to when you think about it. Like, it's, it's all, it's it's like... It's literally like the same. Like, like if you put a pumpkin spice latte versus a caramel macchiato, if you put those together like that, you know, it's kind of they very, very similar. Whereas candy corn, I'm gonna be honest with you, candy corn is, is, is a great snack, but it's only a great snack between October 
and maybe like the 15th of November. After that, you kind of done with candy corn. So it's a better fall staple because of that point. Uh, pumpkin spice lattes are good, though. I, I, do, I do enjoy a good pumpkin spice latte every once in a while, but I don't know if I would go into a coffee shop per se uh, and be like, oh, yeah, pumpkin spice latte. I got I to gotta have that, Doc. I, I, I got I to have that. Now, now, if we go back to, like, the pie conversation, you know, I might be like, okay, I'll take some pumpkin pie. But, like, when it comes to the two fall staples of candy corn, pumpkin spice lattes, I mean, people love them. They call them PSLs or something. Like, people just be making up stuff for these pumpkin spice lattes. It's got a cult following, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about the pumpkin spice latte over the candy corn. It's candy corn, then it's pumpkin spice latte. Because, I mean, candy corn, like, when fall come. You got to get that bag of candy corn, whether it's the pumpkins or the little triangles. You, you got to have the candy corn, the corn of the candy. But anyway, anyway, uh, let me know what's the better fall staple. And if you have one that's better than either of those two, feel free to uh, clue, clue me in. Clue me in. You might you might uh, bring me over to your, your, your team. But let's talk about. First things first, let's talk about uh, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, what 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 does what does this Deshaun Jackson signing mean, if anything? Um, so Deshaun Jackson, thirty five years old, going to be thirty six. What in November? I want to say hasn't been on a team for the first six weeks of the season. Coming into week seven, I think I don't know if he's still on the Ravens practice squad. I honestly would be surprised if he plays this week, even though they brought him in. He practiced on Tuesday. He, he came to visit the facility on Monday. That he practiced on Tuesday. It makes it think maybe they might uh, throw him out there for a couple of snaps. And I think that's my biggest concern. I'm not even worried. I'm not worried about Deshaun Jackson when it comes to his talent, his ability, his speed. Does he still have it? My question becomes: Are they actually going to use them? Because we all know we we know we know the Ravens' way, right? The Ravens are going to bring in guys who are a little past their prime, got a little bit left to give, uh, but kind of got like a little, they're a little talkative. They got a little dog in them, right? I mean, we, we remember like Des Bryant, they brought in Anquan Bolden. Uh, Derek Mason was a guy who turned out to be one of the best Ravens receivers we've had. But then as of late, it's been the usage of those guys. And that's where my concern comes in. Once again, a, a big question of concern has been coaching for this season. Uh, and we've seen over the last couple seasons when the Ravens do bring people in. Let's see. Hmm. Are they going to use these players? Des Bryant was a perfect guy that they could have utilized in some big red zone situations. And they decided against using him. That's the issue that I have with the Ravens organization right now. I, I definitely I think it's a joke that they brought in Deshaun Jackson. And if he proved me wrong, I will be happy about it. But. Once again, we talked about it before. You had a need at wide receiver before you traded Hollywood Brown. You trade Hollywood Brown, you have an even bigger need. You bring in five undrafted free agents to fix that need. You don't sign any of those players. You go with the guys you have. Actually, you go and sign, you go and sign Demarcus Robinson within the preseason. And now we're still sitting here looking like, what's going on? What is happening? Like, there's still a need at, at receiver. People are, you know, of course, looking for like a DJ Moore trade or or uh, who's a lot Elijah Moore or somebody like that. Somebody who can bring who can who can come in and be a big deal for this wide receiver core. Now, here's the thing about Deshaun Jackson that I do like. I, I 
Now, one thing I've always liked about bringing in veteran guys, uh, the, the reason I wanted to bring in Julio Jones, the reason I wanted to bring in A.J. Green a couple of years ago, the reason I wanted to bring in, you know, that I'm okay with them bringing in Deshaun Jackson is because of the veteran leadership. you got a lot of wide receivers that have not been there and have not done that yet, right? There's, there's no 1,000-yard receiver on this roster right now. Um, and because of that, you have guys who have to prove that they are – you know, prove their worth in the league right now. And, you know, I was talking about it last week. If I'm a defensive coordinator, my main focus is Lamar Jackson because he's been there. He's done that. He's proven he can do what he needs to do when an MVP with, you know, lesser talent per se. Right. But at the same time, you know, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm focusing on Lamar Jackson because I'm. I'm not going to let DuVernay beat me. I'm not going to let Prochet beat me. I'm not going to let Demarcus Robinson beat me. But now you've added in a guy, and a lot of people say, oh, name value, name value. And that's fine. But now I feel like you've added in a guy that at least until proven otherwise is still going to be a threat. When you put Deshaun Jackson out there in front of another corner, they're going to be like, hey, this is Deshaun Jackson. And you made a couple of plays last season. If he can stay on the field, that will be great. But – the way the Ravens run their offense, it may lean into Deshaun Jackson being a little bit more healthy because he won't have to be on the field as much. So that's my biggest thing. I want to see if the Ravens are going to utilize Deshaun Jackson, right? Let him get the ball and, and use his speed to do what he needs to do. Uh, you know, he he still becomes like a top two or three corner on the Ravens roster right now. It depends on how you look at DuVernay uh, at this point. And it still, I think it opens up some things if he is used. My biggest thing is let's use the guys that you have, right? You sign Des Bryant and you don't use him. So you never really get to see, number one, the potential of Des Bryant. But two, does Des Bryant open up things for other guys? I don't know because we didn't see him on the field enough. Same thing with Deshaun Jackson coming in. You have to use, use him. That was the thing that the coaching staff did. Back when Anquan Bolden, I mean, Anquan Bolden was practically the number one wide receiver when he came in and he was utilized as such. Derek Mason was the number one wide receiver coming in and he was used as such. Des Bryant was not. I mean, he was probably still like he's still Des Bryant, right? He He's coming off of a couple of Achilles injuries and stuff like that. But still, if I'm a corner not knowing what Des Bryant has left in the tank, I got to look across from me and say, this is Des Bryant until I'm proven otherwise. This is Julio Jones until proven otherwise. This is AJ Green until proven otherwise. And given the talent disparity between uh, the guys on the roster right now, Deshaun Jackson is at least going to give the Ravens potential to, to they're going to give defenses potential to say, okay, let's see what Deshaun Jackson got left. Right. And then if he proves that he ain't got much left, then that's a, that's a little bit of a different story. You're back to square one. But you have to try him out there and at least try that thing. But Ravens versus Browns, what am I thinking uh, going into this one? It, it, it's a big week. Uh, I, I don't know if Bateman's coming back. He's questionable for the game. He did practice this week, which is a good thing. They may still uh, hold him out for one more game. Um, Mark Andrews, he's questionable because he missed, what, two weeks of practice with some sort of weird phantom knee injury that came out of nowhere um lamar um he was limited in practice this week with some with, with, with a hip injury and stuff like that uh you know justice hill might come back jk dobbins is out this week so like you know you're gonna be without talent once again and jk dobbins is gonna be out for four to six weeks which 
as soon as it felt like the Ravens may be getting that running game back. And now we're uh, back to, oh, goodness, uh, the, you know, the turf monster of MetLife Stadium has has, has gotten a, another one, right? So, you know, with the knee tightness, he's got to have knee surgery again. So that's going to push his kind of big return, getting back to 100%. That's going to push that back. Uh, you know, for for a month or so, a month, month and a half. So, and that's, that's a big deal. And I hope they don't rush him back, uh, especially with Gus hopefully being on his way. Um, it really limits what what the Ravens have at, at running back. I know they, you know, Justice Hill might be back uh, with the the hamstring injury, but also, uh, you know, you got King Andre who did a pretty good job last week. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what what happens on the injury front because you know it could be a big deal. I I think Miles Garrett is supposed to supposed to play. Um, this week, you know, he's kind of been dealing with that shoulder injury since that car accident he had. I think he retweaked it in the, the last couple of weeks. Um, I mean, it looks like like Amari Cooper is 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 on is on that list, but of course he'll play. Like like it's it's Ravens Browns week, so guys who typically Jadavian Clowney, another one, guys who typically haven't been playing, they're really going to try to show up and get a big division win. Uh, and and that's the interesting part about the schedule right now because a lot of people say, well, the Ravens don't have. Uh, in, to face any teams with winning, winning records as of right now. And, you know, that could be big, but you're facing divisional foes on top of that, right? You're facing some of the toughest games that you're going to face all season because you got guys who know you uh, to a T that, you know, I mean, we've seen Lamar Jackson throw four picks against, uh, you know, we've seen Lamar Jackson throw four picks against the Browns last season. We've seen him get hurt uh, in, in, in another game against the Browns. Like, you know, these are big games and they, really determine not only playoff position, but at least if you're going to make it to the playoffs or not. So this is a big deal coming in. I think keys to victory for the Ravens. I, I think the biggest thing is going to be to finish drives. I, I, there's been a problem with finishing drives over the past couple seasons for the Ravens. And I think that's my, my biggest concern. What do you do to finish drives? And I think that that's kind of where that focus on Lamar Jackson comes in right, where the defense is focusing on Lamar Jackson. And, you know, there's been some some lanes. There's been some open throws that he's missed. And, you know, he's got to be uh, – I mean, dude's got to be darn near perfect for, for the Ravens to win anyway. But even still, when everybody's focusing on you, it's a contract. You're the talk of, to- you're the talk of the town. You're the talk, you know, topic of conversation. People are like, hey, you know, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Like, Lamar, that, that, that's the guy we got to focus on. So, you know, like taking what the defense gives you, and and don't be afraid to let somebody else make a play. I think you know. I think Lamar's playing a little hero ball right now, feeling like you know, this is probably some of the worst talent I've had. Uh, and they, I mean, you know, regardless of if he's going to say it or not, I think everybody sees this is some of the you know the worst receiving core you probably had in, in in quite some time. Your running game is lacking because you really just don't have healthy backs. You know, the line is still coming into form. The defense is giving up big plays or giving up. Uh, plays at the wrong time so what does that mean right what does that mean how can you find a way to win these games and I think you got to take what the defense gives you is the most important thing I guess a pretty good defense in in, in Cleveland I, I know a lot of people are calling for the firing of Joe Woods uh just because of how they played uh throughout these first couple weeks of the season but I think at the same time uh you know they're a good defense that knows you well so I mean what I want to see from the offensive end is a clean game penalties let's cut them down cut them in half I mean if you you have 10 penalties, 400 yards, cut them into five. Uh, you know, the pre-snap penalties got to go. You know, that's the thing. Pre-snap penalties got to go. Um, 
And, and I think that's the that's the biggest thing. Don't put yourself in bad situations. Utilize what's in front of you. Take what's given to you if you're Lamar. Uh, and at the same time, you know, cut out the pre-snap penalties. On the defensive end, no big plays. You know, Jacoby has been prone to big plays and big mistakes. Uh, that's been the biggest thing. It's been big plays. It's been big mistakes, uh, crucial mistakes. I mean, kind of kind of like Lamar has been, uh, at, especially over the past couple of weeks, you know, big mistakes that could cost you the game. Uh don't you know for 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 the offense don't make those big mistakes and for the defense in the same way don't give up crucial scores you know make those fourth and goal stops that you've been you know that you were able to make against like the Bengals and stuff like that when they were you know on par to, to come back in, into that game and potentially win it right make those plays make the big plays it, this you know Games like this, games within the division can turn a season around. This is where, like, a big run can come in. I'm, I'm expecting a big run from the Ravens late in the season. Uh, I'm expecting them to play some of their best football because I think Lamar Jackson's bad games are few and far between and because he's stringed together, uh, you know, two or three as of late. I think, you know, he's going to correct that. And, you know, I think it's going to be going to be big for the, the entire offense and the entire team uh, because I think the defense has been improved. I think the defense have given up some – some uh, touchdowns when they probably could have held on a little bit longer. But at the same time, I think it's a big deal to see uh, that the Ravens defense is, it ha- has improved. They're making plays. They're turning turning you over. And now the offense has to capitalize on that, right? The offense has to capitalize on that and continue to go with what's working. It's, it'll be interesting to see if, because of how the season has went so far, if if people are a little more vocal and not necessarily even the players, yes, the players a little bit, but like, you know, some of the assistant coaches, like, you know, is T Martin a little more vocal with Greg Roman saying, Hey, you know, I saw this on the field, you know, we may want to go in, in this direction, you know, to kind of promote a little bit more consistency just to, you know, get a different voice out there, uh, you know, with, with, with the team. I, I and I heard, uh, you know, I don't know how true this is, but I heard that Proche is going to be, uh, getting into the game and making some, uh, you know, expected to make some big plays. So uh, I'll believe it when I see it, but I hope so. Uh, you know, I, I, I just love to see – that's my thing. You know, like we've heard all these things about Prochet and what he can do, but then the fact that he's not given the opportunities to even showcase that is is wild to me. And it could be uh, with the Mark Andrews injury, you know, Isaiah likely could get a couple more uh, targets this week and uh, – a couple, you know, a little bit more availability to showcase what he can do. Uh, you know, while we drafted him, I know Charlie Kolar is coming back uh, off of his injury too. Like, let's see if they do anything with him. Josh Oliver's played well. So, you know, I expect a big week from, from the Ravens this week. I expect the kind of, uh, you know, kind of like we've seen throughout the season, a bounce back week. But, you know, now they got to start to stack those weeks. You know, it can't just be a bounce back week, then we fall back down, and a bounce back week, then we fall back down. You know, uh, Let's see how the coaches respond because I think giving up leads uh, falls on the coaches too. You know, you can't make the crucial mistake, but at the same time, you know, repeating the same thing and expecting a different result, you know, goes back to the insanity of the coaches, uh, the insanity of signing 35-year-old wide receivers uh, and then not putting them on the field at least and expecting them to be able to do something. Like, it's just not how it works. If you're not given opportunities, you can't really do as much as you think you can. Devin Duvernay has been given opportunities and has taken everyone that he possibly could. I mean, I think Demarcus Robinson has done a decent job given the opportunities that he's been, you know, you know, given. I want to see if they continue to go double move with him too, because he 
found some opening, you know, last week. And I want to see if, if they dial that up again and, you know, try try to hit big uh, and, you know, just, just work through those issues they're having. But I, I, this could be one of those games where I think the Ravens win big. Uh, and I think if they can force Jacoby Brissett into making some costly turnovers, I think they will. Uh, and this could be one of those games where they finally, you know, put it together. Cause I mean, even still, like, even though they've won games, you know, they didn't play well in the second half of the Bengals game. They didn't play well in the second half of the Jets game really offensively. So that's, that's another one. And, and of course the bills game too. So can they put together a full four quarters of football, full 60 minutes and maybe plus depending on what the score is of football, that's going to be the biggest thing. I think the Ravens win big this week. I think they bounce back. Uh, and I think this, this, you know, it's, you know, the Browns game in 2019 set off uh, kind of a shock through the Ravens organization where they had to make some moves because uh, they had gotten beaten down by the Browns and, they had to make some moves and you know it turned out to be a good thing so hopefully a win here a state a kind of a, a statement win here against the browns against the team you should beat uh you know taking care of business showcasing you know you are who you think you are is, is going to be big but as always you know you can catch flock nation speaks on uh apple podcast youtube facebook uh Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Anchor uh, as well. Be sure to uh, check out Flag Nation Speaks on, on on Anchor and all the uh, different platforms that you can listen to Flag Nation Speaks on. What do you guys think? Can the Can the Ravens get kind of get back to who they're trying to get back? You know what they're trying to get back to. Uh, they're celebrating the the 2012 Super Bowl team this this uh, this week before the game. So you know maybe that'll you know get a spark through them that you know. This could be us, but we but we playing right like 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 this you know this could be us, but we just gotta get ourselves back on track. We gotta figure out what you know. It's not like they're being outplayed by anybody. They're literally playing yourself. You know, you played yourself. They they're playing themselves right now. So uh, if they can fix the because I, I, I think a lot of it is you know if they can fix the mistakes, you know, fix the mistakes, fix the mix mixed or the missed throws, right? Like if they can fix those things. I think I think they'll be fine, but appreciate you guys for coming through. Um, definitely uh, should should be an interesting game. Should should, should be an interesting game on, on, on Sunday to see what 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 they got uh, in them if they can you know make that bounce back. But definitely hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you guys on the next one. Until next time.